The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Um, all right. As we mentioned uh, before the break, there was a story that came out of Toronto uh, yesterday. There was a fellow who was uh, in his uh, building. He was visiting a friend on the 34th floor. Got into the elevator. It was the express elevator. And No kidding. <laughs> it, it became a little bit more of the express elevator. And he thought that he was going to die. He thought he was going to die. It like chug chugged and then just started dropping. Take a listen. I'm glad I'm alive. A rattled Sean Lally is happy to have his two feet back on solid ground after the most terrifying elevator ride of his life. I was scared about like literally splattering on the ground, right? Because it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a high rise building, right? The 21-year-old says he was visiting a friend on the 34th floor of 88 Bloor Street East Wednesday when he got into the elevator headed down. Within moments, he said the express lift began to clunk around. I hear a couple bangs, thuds, when it immediately crashes and I'm in the air and then my knees hit the ground. Breaking in between the 13th and 14th floors, Lally was able to get up and call for help. Uh, they're very close to coming down there right now. For two hours, fire crews worked to get him out, repelling more than 20 meters to perform a high angle rescue. And they lowered a rescuer down the shaft with a harness, a spare harness, go through the roof of the elevator, into through the hatch, harness the patient up or the, the civilian up, and then pull them both up together. Emergency workers initially reported the elevator had been in free fall, but the Technical Standards and Safety Authority, or TSSA, says its preliminary investigation reveals otherwise, confirming one of five cables snapped. It certainly could have resulted in noise, and then the emergency braking system was deployed, and so, you know, you can imagine an elevator's going down and it, and it suddenly stops. Calling the incident jarring, Alexandra Campbell says the TSSA will also be looking into the braking system. Did it? stop in the manner that it should. For Sean, the experience isn't stopping him from getting back on the proverbial horse. It was scary. I actually held the railing um, every time I get in an elevator today. Hoping his next rides are much less eventful. All right, so it wasn't it could have been a it could have been a lot worse. No kidding. One of the cables uh, snapped on it. But that's a that's a terrifying thought if you've if you oof, right? Um Completely and utterly helpless. Yeah. What do you do? And it's that story reminded us of a story that our colleague <laughs> Randy Kilburn uh, told us about uh, an elevator incident that he was involved with here in Edmonton at Manulife Place. And to this day, he's still afraid to get, get in an elevator. Take a listen. Well, it's really interesting to hear these stories about people's worst fears. Uh, mine probably still is to be stuck in an elevator. I don't have very many fears, seriously, but that's absolutely the one that petrifies me. Happened to me twice. I'll just talk about the first one. It was back in 1999, 2000, somewhere in there. I was working for the former Alberta Mental Health Board. I used to be a communications PR guy, and I had gone to a meeting in Manulife Place. You know, it used to be the tallest building in Edmonton. Not anymore. It was Stantec Tower. Anyway, I was, had uh, gone to a meeting at Stanta, or at uh, Manulife Place, and I was finished the meeting coming down, and the elevator got stuck. Except 
it kept going up to the top floor, and then it would race down maybe 20 floors. It would go up another five floors and race down another 25 floors, and it would pause for maybe a couple of seconds, and then it would do it all over again. It didn't stop moving up or down for nearly 45 minutes. Not kidding. It's the worst experience of my life. Finally, it stopped. I kept pushing the buttons, you know, for the emergency, ringing the bell, you know, help me, trying to t- uh, telephone somebody. Somebody must have realized what was going on because it did stop. Yeah, 45 minutes later, and I got off. And it was really tough to get on an elevator after that. Still is to this day. Holy smokes. <laughs> he uh, He did not want to necessarily... At first, tell us that story again. Yeah. It still causes him a lot of anguish, yeah. I, I would say. So we're wondering this afternoon, as we head into uh, 4 o'clock, what experience have you had that has uh, that now has you terrified for something? You know, that has now has impact on your everyday life. Yeah, every day. So maybe you're going about your chores, maybe you're walking to the bus stop and something extraordinary happened. I'll tell you mine right now to sort of tee this up. Okay, we've got 15 seconds. I was 14 years old walking to the school bus and for the first time in my life, I was encountered by a bear about eight feet outside of my mom's house. Uh, By a bear? By a bear. So I would not walk anywhere in Upperland Valley in the summer (laughs) with headphones in anymore. That would do it.